0: Welcome to another episode of Darby Coffee Cast. We're your hosts, Rhys Bolton and Rhys Jones. Today we're going to be talking about 2012's uh, Dread, based on the Judge Dread comic book, um, comic book uh, series, starring Carl Urban as a judge during execution himself, Olivia Furby, Lena Headley and Donald Gleason, and Wood Harris. Uh, as you can say, I'm trying to do a Dread impression. I don't know how good it is. But uh, we'll see. Of course, you can find us on Instagram, and if you click on our link tree description, all our platforms where you can listen to our podcast will be on there. Now it's time to judge this film, because <laughs> I am the law. I judgment know. time. Is, judgment time is coming.
1: I don't know. We're I don't know about law. you, but like. I didn't really like that impression. I much prefer the slice alone impression. To be fair, I think it's much more, you know,
0: uh, it's much more faithful yeah, to the ad. But if you're fighting, if you're fighting against criminals, would you rather have a very deep <laughs> very looking voice, or somebody who looks like they have a stroke on the on the side <laughs> of their mouth? In the law. <laughs> I can't really do much more no, of a slice. It, if you watch the film, it's like. Judge like, so, so say you yeah, are under arrest. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> terrible. The film is terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I was like, we're not doing Judge mm. Dread. We're doing actual good Dread. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're gonna sort of like
1: compare it a bit, obviously, because it's just so different. And like, in you know, and like in uh, Judge Dread nineteen ninety five, in Dread twenty twelve, you don't actually see Judge Dredd's face, which is really good.
0: You know, it's like. I like it. I like it. It it doesn't like, it doesn't humanize him.
1: Yeah. It makes it more like, you know, it it maintains that sort of, you know, this idea that he is, he's not a man. He's the uniform. He embodies the uniform and, and, you know, he embodies what the judges are meant to be as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah and having him like kept under like a um well like a helmet, you don't see what like his facial expressions are, yeah like apart from his mouth it's very but much like, mouth, like a mask, it's very stern yeah, 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 like like a mask, and you know it's it's kind of like similar to the kind of like a Batman thing where mm-hmm. like the mask i mean um i mean like obviously a furby anderson's cow uh anderson, she doesn't wear masks because of her psychic abilities, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, but isn't she? She's meant to be more of like a rookie cop, isn't she? So she. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good as well. Like I know, like in the old Judge Dread, Sylvester Stallone, like you know, he wanted to show his face. You know, he wanted like some face time. Then yeah, you got like Carl Urban, who just he maintains like you know, like, like like the raspy voice as well. You know, like this, this like almost like a Batman sort of idea. Like you know, this, this gravelly voice i am the law yeah he's, he's Mama. brilliant yeah ma <laughs> mama's not the law i, I am the law it's the law it's actually pretty good yeah and like, yeah. i remember like um reading somewhere like you said like it was really hard to like maintain that but like fair play like you see him he's almost had like a renaissance isn't he like playing these like character actors like you see him as like um scourge in in thor ragnarok
0: um was but I, I, I think i was wasted though yeah um i
1: yeah. think carbon
0: did a good job but the character was wasted yeah just to say that and you you seem like
1: billy butcher and the boys and he's so good as as uh billy butcher yeah and like i i know like um i mean obviously like this is going sort of like uh put in the cart for the horse but they are going to make another one i think eventually
0: I think they're going to make a TV show because mm. I've heard they're making a TV show, which yeah. I actually re- really did oh, because yeah. there's so much you can. I haven't read any of the graphic novels, by the way. Um, I-, I want to. Yeah, but I think the whole concept of Judge Jury Executioner is really good. That you can really, as I say, like daredevil punch it. If yeah, you get if you get I mean yeah. so like maybe like um, focusing really on like the origins of Dread mm-hmm. and having him as like a rookie like cop as well like in the beginning and like show him like a very different like what mega city one was like before yeah um because and you could talk about the lines between like uh obviously because i don't know maybe like you can humanize dread in a tv show where him like doing his first killing and how it impacts him yeah and then you could do all these lines between like the law and morality and like a lot of corruption as well. So it's, it's kind of wait. it'd be like a police show.
1: Yeah. Police procedural. That'd be great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Except that the police can go around (laughs) killing people, but well, Uh, they they can do it it now. But, (laughs) but but don't you think
1: like something like that would be really like, it'd be really relevant, right? It's very contemporary because judge dread in essence was meant to be a caricature of like these, you know, like like a fascist sort of like ideal, because these judges, right, that work, um, sorry, street judges that work within Mega City One, it's not an ideal situation, is it? It's a dystopia. It's meant to be the world has gone to hell, and this is what what's left of law and order. Is these, I don't know, it, it is like fascist, right? It's like they can summarily judge. Um and execute and execute people on the spot that is like that is terrible,
0: but that's all they've got in terms of justice well well if you're i mean this is a world where like eight hundred million residents, <laughs> seventy thousand serious crimes are put a daily, so you have really have got the time to do like uh, go on trial do all yeah. this and then like do all that kind of paperwork as mm. what you know
1: and and i like how you know, like they 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 satirize the idea that the means justify the ends. So to maintain peace and order, you know, like they they execute what they see as dangerous, like um, criminals, to you know, to sort of keep the rest of Megacity One safe. It's a really interesting concept, which I don't really think was, um, it wasn't portrayed you know, like that well in the, uh, the 1995 film. It was more of like, oh, look how campy this idea is. You know, like. You see, is is, a, is a outfit, and and it is, it's very faithful to the comic book one, but it just doesn't work. Whereas you got Judge Dread in twenty twelve, and it's and it's more, um, I want to say like more realistic, but it's very like tactical or like riot control sort of um sort of like outfit.
0: Yeah, I mean the, you got to remember that the nineties was was a lot of very campy comic book films. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from like, you know, the, the George Shumaka Batman films, you had these really films like, st- weird films like Steel. Oh yeah, um, Steel. Yeah. And all that. And they were quite campy and they were quite like, take, you know, like a mm. satire of like the actual, not satire, they were like, they, they... it was around a time where comic book films, comic book characters were very campy. Were like, Yeah. They, they viewed it as quite like, like comedy. Yeah. So they weren't taken seriously. Yeah. while Dreads, Came out during his time of pretty much a lot of his a new revitalization of serious superheroes like the Dark Knight, um, Watchmen tr- trilogy, Watchmen and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And what I like about this film is the plot is so simple. Oh yeah. Now, now people say that like this film basically copied off Gav Evans's The Raid, <laughs> which came out in the same year, I think. But apparently this film was the conception of this film came out was was written first before yeah the idea of of uh the raid so yeah so no no one can i don't hear anyone saying that like this film was a, a rip off um of the raid well, so you know it's just it was,
1: yeah yeah it's a coincidence right it's like yeah it, you know that's like saying um I don't know, like, oh, these two films come out and they're both about, like, bank heists. They come out at the same time. Oh, one of them must have copied off the other. It's not, isn't it? It's like, you know, you you got The Raid, which is, it's very good as as a sort of, um, not police procedural, but it's more, yeah, like a, a crime martial arts, like, drama, you know, action uh drama. But then you have Judge Dredd, which is, um an action sort of adventure, a sci-fi, you know, bit of a thriller, I'd say, but it's definitely more of a sort of like a tongue in cheek action. It's over the top. Yeah. And it, but it's, it's, it's very much like the action is reminiscent of like that old school sort of like when, when like there was these ultra macho sort of like, um, action heroes. So, you know, you got like, um, Robocop, the predator, um, Terminator. Terminator, yeah yeah you know like it just it, it harkens back to this idea like you know like the there's this I I wouldn't necessarily say that um this new judge dread is like this ultra masculine i think it's much more stoic and he's much more reserved but he it's um the, the violence is very um i want to say stylized yeah you know, yeah
0: and what i think having like a rookie there as well kind of shows it kind of it shows like how this job can really impact on someone the first time and like how serious and how brutal a job can be but as well that it it doesn't humanize dread in a way yeah which i, I like because because I, obviously i haven't read the, the comic so i don't know how what dreads really like how human Look, Dredd, and under dread's humor, but like how like if he's like proper like lost all kind of emotion do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like he's yeah. done but this is a job, it looks like dread's done his job for a long time and he is it's all out of him so he doesn't have any remorse or emotion for killing people. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know and but the idea is like the idea in this film is you kill or be killed. It's hmm. To get, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's survival. It's Mega
1: City One, you know. It? It's like yeah, they are—they yeah. are they're molded by the city, whereas yeah, they are yeah. meant to control the city. It's almost like the city is striking back and and degrading mm. their own humanity, you know. Mm. And it's like <laughs> um, peach trees, you know. It's like it's—it's it's a snapshot of the entire city. It's very much um like a case study of the crime and like the depravity that goes on. You know, and, and, yeah. and it's not like uh, loads of like these reviewers have said, like they like the fact that it's not this um, saving the world or like a world ending threat that Judge Dredd must save like what's left of humanity. It's not. He's he's meant to s- trying to save a piece of Mega City One, you know, and, like it's, it's probably not even that like consequential, but like it's his job and he's going to do the best as, as uh,
0: that he can. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a very simple plot, and I mean the beginning of the film where he's chasing a bunch of thieves in the car. Yeah, it's really like an introduction to the character. Yeah, like an introduction to the world. Hmm. I um... think kind of... oh, sorry, go on. No, no. no um, and peach trees. The idea of like survival. We need to get from the bottom to the top. to Take down as crime lord. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's no idea of like, oh, if we don't, if we don't stop Mama, the world's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like one less baddie. And, yeah. We've only got 14 know, hours around.
1: to save the earth. You
0: know, it's it's not like yeah, this. Like, yeah. This no, horrible, no.
1: It's, it's, um, it's small scale. I mean, maybe that's just to do, due to the sort of like budgetary constraints at the, uh, in production, but you know, it's like,
0: I think it's well written and, and the production is really yeah, well yeah, done. And, And Dredd isn't, Judge Dredd isn't like a superhero. He's just a man who has been, he's a a judge. He just goes around, obviously, evicting judge during execution of two people. He hasn't got like power or anything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's not like this, he's not like a person that you need to look up to. Like, I mean, I know, like, they they depict him as this sort of like um, cool looking, like, he's a cop at the end of the day, right? He's he's meant to be like, um, a street judge are meant to be the future cops, but it's meant to be this sort of like a satire of what, like these people in power, you know, like how they are portrayed. Are they meant to be sort of like revered or are they meant to be feared? It, it, it's really interesting to sort of see how depictions of judges Dredd have changed. And now I, I like how in this one, it, it's more, you you look at his equipment, like his helmet and stuff, and then compare it to the old one. And it, and it is armor. Sorry, his his body armour and his helmet are very um, weathered and worn. And I like that. It it shows that he puts this equipment on every day. And and he's in, like, essentially, he's in the fray every day. Yeah. Yeah. To him, this is another Monday. Yeah. (laughs) You (laughs) know.
0: This happens every day to him. Like 70 people, like, in the tower blocks, another Monday. I mean, that's why I got up in just dread. It feels Judge Dread original one feels a bit more cyberpunkish than this film. Yeah, yeah. It also looks like it's a world that looks like great as yeah. well. I don't get the feeling in that film that this film this has got like there's a lot of crime around. It feels like Miss like it. All right, okay. So in the Judge Dread 1995 film, yeah, it all looks so shiny and stuff, and it looks very futuristic. This film. It feels like it doesn't feel like that. It feels literally like, like a, 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 a location, near the Earth you could find today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no like flying cars or anything. It's literally just like you know, it's O population. People are using the nor- normal cars and stuff like that, um, and that's it. Which is I I find it works better. That's why there's a lot of crime around. And the idea is you know that like it's own population there's like 800 million people living in, in a city, in a mega city. And there's a lot, of, you know, this is where crime's huge. And you get that also because of, it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland as well. Yeah, And it, it looks a lot of the commentaries on, well, if you cities, you're going to have a lot of crime. Mega cities, you're going to have a lot, a lot of crime. And who's going to have a, like, it's going to be like, turfs you could have these crime laws like he's you like know, controlling all these areas of the city and stuff like that yeah. and also you go with blocks as well Got peach trees like what 200 floors how many people do you reckon live in that tower block like thousands yeah thousands and especially the if they're in like you
1: know like you know uh cramped squalid conditions yeah yeah
0: yeah that's i can understand you can see you can um watch the beginning of the film and you got the overhead shots of the cities yeah, and like the traffic and all that, it feels very like, an, I don't know, it feels like something you could find in like Brazil or like the, the amount of traffic you can see something in LA, for example. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was, um, I think principal photography. Oh yeah. Um, it took place in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, if you look at, um, uh, Jayburg or you look at like Cape town, there's like these, I don't know, like I hate to sort of describe it as like, um, uh, you know, like impoverished, but they, 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 I don't know, there's like a lot of like uh, densely packed buildings, and it's like um, there's a lot of sort of like these you know, highways, but and then yeah. obviously in post production they sort of added lo- these gargantuan tower blocks and more highways and made it made it look more, um, uh, like used yeah futuristic but yeah like yeah th- there's not a lot of um cyberpunk elements in that but i think that it's very you know it's it's sort of saying that in this future cyberpunk is very prevalent but it's it's only sort of like um accessed by those in power like you see the judges like the law giver you know like or like you look at like the equipment the um what do they call it, the lawmaster, so like the bike, it's meant to be very futuristic, whereas everything yeah. else is sort of um, like a leftover of, of, like, yeah. of like modern day now.
0: There's no, like shiny new cars. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it's very dusty, yeah. used, you know, cars are literally on their way out of, you know, breaking yeah. down any second. Like, But you could pay a picture, like a shot of District 9 or Elysium. I was thinking, and, yeah, like uh, Elysium, Mega City One. It looks so so similar.
1: Hmm.
0: Now we talk about the TV show and the idea about like the TV show can explore a lot more of the city. Yeah, but we get like the ones like straight away we get an idea of what Mega City One is, and there is um there's an opening uh, text in it like j- just does give like a narrative, an opening narrative of the um. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I think it's mainly like they were trying to
1: um balance the whole, oh, we want like a, a established fans to watch this and we want new like people, people who don't yeah. necessarily, yeah. they're not familiar with the world because, yeah. um you know, forgive me, it says something like outside of Mega City 1, it's the cursed earth, right? So you can't, essentially it's hard to live outside of Mega City 1. And then I think in the old one, they actually go to the cursed earth.
0: Yeah, they do. They um, they go out, they go, um, he has to flee, doesn't he? Yeah. he's wanted. So he goes, um, so he he leaves the cursed earth. And it's like a wasteland, isn't it? It's like a a sand desert wasteland. (laughs) You know, it's like whenever,
1: like in science fiction, you want to like depict like dystopia, just go to like a sand dune or something. <laughs> and it's like sandstorm, just rocky, just yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, I, yeah, it's like or ice or ice, yeah, or snowing. We've got someone like um, a, a, what's called it? snowpiercer.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But but that's the thing, right? It just shows, right? It's like this is meant to be dystopia, where essentially we've destroyed like the earth or like the ecosystem, and we're trying to survive in what's left. And what's left is like the, yeah, urban, uh, the yeah. urban sprawl. And um, I sort of I really like the sort of idea that when you see Mega City One, it seems like um, it's very bright. It, yeah. It looks very dusty or like hazy, but like it, it looks really, um, it's bright, right? But then it's like it it sort of con- contrasts with like the traditional depiction of like cy- uh, cyberpunk. <clears throat> forgive me. Um, where everything's like in darkness or a very murky. And neon, yeah. Whereas in this, it seems it's more akin to stuff like diesel punk. I find,
0: but um, you did go through a diesel punk of me because I I do you know much about diesel punk? Because I'm not yeah. like that. so um, if he, if you like stuff like um
1: ah oh, what's that um you you know you got like Mad Max that's essentially yeah. diesel punk where um it's dystopia and everything's very um you know you know so you got like um a futuristic setting but all technology is sort of either reverted or is just dependent on like um diesel or petrol like powered stuff so in uh Mad Max all of the sort of vehicles are like these um souped up cars you know mm. it's it's not as sort of versatile a genre cuz whenever like someone does this like oh that's just mad max you know but um it it can be used sort of like um i forget what it's called but like there's this like thing now where turn of the century so imagine like um uh world war 1 they depict sort of like these fighting robots run on oil fighting world war 1 battles yeah you know and like it's very dark you know it's very um almost sort of like a low fantasy setting it's popular obviously but um yeah it's it's not as bright it's very well it's gritty because it's punk but yeah yeah you know it's like <laughs> you've got like um i'm trying to think is it is it um S- sky command sky captain in the world of tomorrow have you heard of that i think it's got like uh uh, yeah I mean, actually I, have heard of it. I haven't watched it but i heard of it that's uh diesel punk oh right okay or, um, okay yeah like, like wolfenstein's a bit diesel punk actually yeah it is yeah, yeah. there's
0: like an alternative future yeah
1: yeah and i there's, think yeah. diesel punk is more either can be like in the future like mad max so it can be more alternative history but then you've got uh cyberpunk which is just you know the future
0: well, the word cybernet, yeah, yeah, and, cybernetic, and cybernetic, cyber yeah. enhancement, and everything's like that,
1: yeah. more influenced by yeah, like yeah. technology, high
0: technology, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were class dread as like diesel punk. Um I'd say it's it's cyberpunk,
1: but there's a lot of diesel punk element. In yeah, there. it's it's no. punky, isn't it? It's dystopia. Yeah.
0: Now I was um, whilst you were like. Um, talking. I was looking through my uh, dissertation. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I wrote a bit about dread and how like it's um how there's like a um hierarchy in peach trees. The idea about like, the poorest people live at the bottom. Yeah. And like the the crime laws, the more wealthy people live at the top. Yeah. And how the the, the wealthy people, the people at the top have control power over the, the rest over the people at the bottom. Right. Which is incredibly right, isn't it? Mm. With and uh, uh, right. So why do you think they call it peach trees? Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I've got like a. Do you want to know why they call it peach trees? Go on. Because of the, um, the 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 head smashing the floor. Oh my
1: god! No, when, I, I when that's
0: they, not the actual reason. That's, no, that's not the actual reason. That's just that's just me like thinking it is. That's like, cool.
1: <laughs> actually, I like that.
0: I think peach trees, like, oh, peaches is like, yeah. you know, you drop a peach, it it yeah. breaks. Like when, they, when they're ripe, they'll fall and they'll, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that's just like a, like a joke in a way, because like yeah, you like, see like a lot of people and yeah. hitting their heads and splattering on the floor.
1: No, that's re-
0: I forgot I, that's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Me watching this, this film, I forgot how brutal it is. Like, it yeah. doesn't, as an 18 it doesn't shy away from how gory it is, which is great because a, a PG 13 dread would not work, yeah, um, at all. So
1: this this relates to Peach Trees. Um, on the official Judge Dread wiki, it says essentially a self contained city. The block is home to in excess of seventy five thousand citizens, renowned for its crime rate reputation for slums <laughs> and an employment of 96%. Yeah. It's dickless. Yeah. Jesus. One of the most corrupt mega blocks in the city. Oh my God. Oh yeah. That's, um, that's another thing. Like I like the world building. So do you know, like when they, um, they introduced the sort of different gangs that once ruled peach, uh, peach trees, you had um, yeah. the peyote Kings the Red dragons and the judged.
0: And then, I I really um, like the judge because, yeah. like, um, it's taking the piss in it, like, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like they they tattooed judge helmets on their faces,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's, I think there's, um, I think in one of the Batman comics or one of the films, there's like a group of people and they dress up as bat, the criminals, and they dress up as Batman as yeah. like a uh. That's it's as it's, yeah. It's, I, I find it funny. That's why I find like the judge the quite quite funny because like it's taking the piss out of the judges having a, a criminal gang go around pretend to be like you no know, judges. Uh, it is it's right, like, um, it's like yeah, it's trying to it's take like, like, it's, like, a our... it's a mock. It's a mockery,
1: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like you yeah. know, oh, like w- w- well, you might as well call us judges now, and they can kill yeah, sort of, like when yeah. they want to and all that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And, and those um and those clans all get wiped out by mama and she Aww. then takes over the whole uh the whole um but i love he- uh, Lena he heasley as mama she brings like she brings a bit of like her performance as cersei into it like i i do feel like there's a bit of cersei in mama yeah and she does it so well like but, um yeah like like o- almost like um her face
1: is held like like permanently in disgust or like of scorn yeah, of like yeah, she, yeah. she hates everything you know like perpetually just sort of like she wants control you know she just hates like you know, I mean well,
0: she, way, she, sorry oh, no, you go on, it's,
1: it's right.
0: <laughs> she's like a victim of the society of make city one because she's a prostitute yeah and I reckon she's up for she was a prostitute because she obviously like that's the only way she can make money yeah. and then she gets like you know scarred by a pimp and then she basically um kills a pimp now it's implying that she kills a pimp his her pimp by while seducing him now do you, there's a bit where it looks like she's biting off a guy's bollocks <laughs> do you reckon that actually what happened or is that just like i don't know um i think it's um that the pimp
1: uh slashed her face and maybe like broke her teeth
0: yeah and, then, yeah. and then
1: that's when she sort of like broke, you know, and then I don't know. What yeah, I mean. And then she kills him yeah.
0: and then she takes over. Yeah. She's, she starts taking over the peach trees. Cause I think she's, I think she lives, she used to live, well, she from peach trees. Yeah. So, and you know, like when, when you go through peach trees and you see this, you see it's, it's mutual, multicultural as well. Yeah. and, you look around and everything's so grey, everything's so, like, you know, like, abandoned, not abandoned, but, like, you know, everything's decaying and stuff yeah. like that. Like, the health inspectors will have, like, a great job. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have oh, a hey, not great job, they will love to go around, just like... Well,
1: let, let's make sure Ofcom doesn't go there. Uh, Ofsted, sorry. Ofsted.
0: Ofsted. <laughs> well, I don't think there's any health inspectors in that universe, so that's why, like, everything's so, like decayed and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, you have one. I think you have like one doctor. <laughs> yeah. What? What is what for? Like seventy six thousand people. Yeah, hey, and I, And stuff. our
1: GPs think they have it bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Oh god. But okay, you know, as soon as they walk in, you kind of like you see his page. You are like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yeah. It is a slum in a day. Like is a slum with Western? It's not a slum like you know built out of you know stone or or wood like some like some slums in Rio de Janeiro, like yeah. favelas in Rio de Janeiro. This is like Western architecture as a slum.
1: Yeah it's interesting isn't it to see this sort it's, of like it's, sorry, it's a slum yeah. of
0: western architecture It seems like everything's
1: turned to 11 you know yeah yeah this, this idea almost of um how to put it like yeah like this you know like you look at cities like now in a sort of like a western city you know like and they usually like to have the sort of um you know the, the sort of municipal area which is more sort of it's well designed you know um Infrastructure is really good, and then you've got sort of like more um, what they call it, like the inner city, which is more like industrialized or is is um, uh, is high residential, um, uh, sorry, there's um, high rises of like um, large amounts of people living in there. But then it just seems like with um, with Mega City One, everything's just sort of just yeah, like on steroids almost. So, peach trees, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. I mean, I think it's quite iconic now. I know, like, um, uh, Dread twenty twelve is not like the most well known or the or the biggest of films, but I think like the setting is really like iconic.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just, and I love it. It's, it's like going, you trying to get to number one to two hundred as yeah. well, <laughs> of the um, of the of the floor, of the of the block as well. I mate, like the. The guns they have, is it's ridiculous. Like the the machine, the machine, like Mao doesn't care who gets in the way, who gets in the line of fire, because the, the scene where she's spraying bullets for his mini guns and is merging all those like uh, civilians in that like that section of of the floor is all is brutal, isn't it and she doesn't care. Like as long as she gets dread, and the idea is like she. Doesn't want Woodhouse's character um, K to talk. That's yeah. basically all it. Yeah. Like, that's that's, bas- that's basically it. And she, she, you know, she, she that's basically why she wants to kill kill Dread because she doesn't want want him to get K mm. to to make K talk. Yeah. You know, and the idea, like, um, she's a processor of uh, and producer of um, slow mo drug. Which is probably a number of drugs as ran megacity right now, as well, because megacity is probably like a a, a country, a state.
1: I think um, in the comics, in yeah, in the comics, it's meant to be like
0: um, the eastern seaboard of America. Yeah, see, like imagine traveling from one side of megacity to the other It would take Uh, you like hours, wouldn't it? Weeks, probably. Yeah, weeks. Yeah, if if you were driving,
1: weeks. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that, right. Like, like in London, right? What well, it'll probably take you like a day to get from like, um, you know, like the west to the east. You know, like just tr- trying to cross the city. Imagine yeah. That, like. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: Maybe take weeks, or like <laughs> maybe like a month to get from.
1: Yeah. If you if you drive
0: from like the you know like the the far the far northern part yeah. of Mega City One to down to the furthest south of Mega City <laughs> One. Yeah. But you must have like. There must be thousands of judges, like, in this, like, in this one city. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, I feel like they always have, like, got a lot of recruits as well. I don't think the judges are, like, are, like, you know, like, a, um, a service which, like, lacks recruitment or struggles for numbers. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's, it's a job that pays, and, uh... Yeah, it's like a police job, isn't it? Like, you want to fight crime and stuff, you join the police. But then, like the police, you also get some, probably some ravey lunatics who join, <laughs> you, you join yeah. the, you know, the the judge um, service. And it's like, oh, you get to go around killing people if they they uh, if they try and kill you. Oh, I'd love to do that. You know, like, you, there's probably some nut cases there as well. Yeah. And obviously, as oh, you well, see... Is, with, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as you see with some with the four corrupt judges yeah. in Lex, the film. Lex Kaplan, Chan and
1: Alvarez. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They 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 like getting more money getting paid by the mob by the mob bosses. Yeah. yeah. And they are basically then they're called to deal with Dredd and Anderson. Hmm.
1: What's your um what, what is your opinion of uh Anderson? Now
0: this is um this is something where I um, I'm not sure about. Like I don't, I'm not a big fan of the whole psychic powers thing in this film. Yeah, like I, because I don't know much about the mutants in this universe, like at all. I know, like obviously, it must it must be like uh, you know a, a an effect from the the post apocalyptic structure New Deal nuclear radiation as it is like it's some like you got like the ghouls in fallout or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but anderson seems like she is like a, a like a few a, a couple of generations past the these these mutants of uh you know of being impacted by post um post by the you know nuclear radiation now because she her power is she can sense she's psychic, she can sense what, what people are feeling, like uh you know, their thoughts and stuff, like how many people is in the room and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, it's very useful. But it's something I'm not really sure about. I'm not sure I'm I'm not hundred percent sure about mutants in, in this universe. Now um the psychic abilities are quite quite cool as it's like another way of process processing Because that's basically what it is. Yeah. She's there because she can get access to information that dread can't. And that's for using the mind. But I don't know, it feels a bit like it doesn't make it that grounded to having mutant and kind of this supernatural abilities of you know, of being psychic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I I'm not sure, like uh, I feel like this film's quite Quite grounded and but i'm not like i'm really unsure about the whole idea of mutants in this film i know in the comics is probably a little more allocated to it but there's there's not much to talk about with the mutants the idea about like oh she's a mutant or they class her as a mutant but she's got this special powers and stuff and they didn't go into it did they? it's much just like no. a oh she's like got a special ability and it's like yeah oh well, okay and then it yeah. is then it goes on to something else. It it it, it doesn't like hmm. further explore, does not it, yeah. In the film. There's um
1: I mean, like you see like mutants in uh Judge Dredd in ninety five and, and then more they're depicted as more sort of like, you know, like uh hicks, you know, like hillbillies like from I don't know like the hills have eyes, <laughs> yeah. and, and and i think like that's what like they're depicted as All first implanted. in like comic. <laughs> yeah they are right they are yeah, meant to be depicted yeah. as like this sort of inbred like you know mutant sort of I- idea but then yeah you've got like um anderson in the comics you know is uh called a Psy judge
0: right okay. you know they're part
1: of like the, the psychic division of judges so that's like you know quite important because it's like you know that's like another way that they're sort of trying to control the crime within Mega City One is using like mutants who have like these special abilities.
0: So is it like this person is gifted with his power or is it from a through genetics? That you um, get it? I think it's like
1: by chance, like they mutants right. but like through like chance in their genetics they've managed to develop like these psychic abilities.
0: Where does that come from, though? Like, um, is, I don't know. Is it like, is it like a like an effect from radiation?
1: Yeah, I think it was like so. You know, back in the day when they thought like you know, oh, um, uh, nuclear fallout could develop like uh, mutations in like the human DNA. Uh, well, in science fiction, they, they've sort of extrapolated that idea to say that oh, they can develop like psychic powers if like you mutate so much, you know. It's like it, it sort of causes like further evolution and all that, so from like that classic sci-fi idea, the side judges were born in um in the judge Dredd sort of like comics two thousand a d and yeah I, I i don't really think like it fits, but I like how they don't over overuse that idea you know because it, it's meant to be like um Anderson is meant to be like this sort of um really inexperienced uh judge and <laughs> dread just uses sort of like this experience in Peach Trees. it's just like a training sort of day yeah
0: you know? yeah well it's it, it's it's just a world where there's uh, this is not this is not the worst in it yeah like that's like dread probably thinks this is like pretty easy mm. in like his day yeah. like you said, it's like another monday for him yeah it's probably a lot yeah. worse like
1: and i i know like i i agree right i don't really like how it's integrated into the movie but I do like Anderson as a character anyway. I think Olivia yeah, yeah. Thurby did a really good job. Yeah, and, yeah. Because um, you know, she, you know, she's quite re- well-written. But like, yeah. you, you've got like, the judge who, she doesn't rely too much on her sort of psychic abilities. It's more, you know, like she's, I think they say, like, what is it? Like she barely passes the sort of entry exam to become a, or like the entry like requirements to become a judge.
0: Because she had a she was disarmed, had a weapon taken from her. Yeah. And this is like the, she's had a few uh, failings. Yeah. of uh, Now, I don't know whether it's like, she is not out. Like she's not put out, you know, she's not out, you know, not, she hasn't got judge quality mm. or whether like, cause it's, you know, it's, it's really hard to, uh, it's a very stressful situation in it. Yeah. And, but her, I think this is her first actual. When she kills the the man, yeah. that's her first death. That's the yeah. first kill, and then she slowly. After that, she slowly gets into like the idea of killing to survive. Yeah, like the the mindset that a judge needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I
1: think it's it's not obviously it's not meant to be like motivational. It's not meant to say like no, oh no. you should be like the judges. No, I, I, Judge Dread is is showing her the hard way or like yeah, the, yeah. the hard truth that. If you want to be a judge, you've got to be willing to do this. And and it's
0: nothing to do with, like, you know, it's nothing to do with, like, uh, with gender at all because there's female judges as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think, like, gender is taken out of it. I know, um, you know, it's like, you know, uh, Anderson is a judge who just so happens to be a female. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, earlier you were saying that Dread is not, like, very hyper masculine, like, of a film. I think I like that because I think if the film was so and it was like Dred doing all the heavy work and stuff like that. Yeah, it would make Anderson's role very demeaning. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, very like less. Yeah. as well, and it'd be you know, it'd be well considered quite like uh, sexist in a way. It's yeah, like oh, yeah. you, you know, like Dred's doing, and you know, Dred gets himself in a sticky situations. Well, he's not this man who can get you know everything's easy for him he just like like what anderson saves him from being getting killed by one of the judges because he runs out of ammo Hmm. and he gets shot as well like that's what i like right like too many times in
1: like these old like you know the classical action movies the the uh the the protagonist comes out unscathed yeah yeah with like oiled muscles you know like he's, he's like his muscles are pumped, he's got like the big guns, and he comes out with like without a scratch on his body. Well, Judge Dredd, the main character, gets shot. <laughs> right? He's injured. So uh, he is not like immortal. He's a human. He might be more he might be a very capable judge, but he's human. And he and he's you know he relies on like other judges who, you know, like like Anderson, she arrives and saves him just, just in time. You know, it it's more about it's not like more strength, you know I mean that does come into it. you need to be strong, but it's like you need to have tactics as well because that's what like you he re- yeah. realizes that um these judges are corrupt. he works it out you know you need to be you need to be like um I think that's why like, he wanted this sort of like baptism of fire for cassandra uh, sorry for Cassandra Anderson because he needed to see whether she was worthy of being a judge, yeah. You know, with like, you need to have like a a versatile range of uh, abilities, not just, you know, oh, if you're not strong enough, you don't make it. You need to have like, I don't know, you got maybe athleticism, you got intelligence. You know, her her psychic abilities definitely helps her. Yeah. I think you're saying like, oh, maybe if she's got that ability, does she rely on it too much? Or like, she, you know, she has no other sort of redeeming qualities. And it turns out, no, she's good enough.
0: Yeah. You know, I, 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 even if she doesn't have a psychic abilities, I mean, she's still a good. Oh God. Yeah. Judge. Yeah. 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 Cause I think like there's only sort of like a
1: few instances when she can use that ability, you know? Yeah. Say like, yeah. she wants to like find information, but like when you're in a firefight, you can't exactly, no, you can't, no. You can't do that. No, you know, no.
0: And, yeah. I think, I think it's good. It It's definitely useful when that other female crop judge, Hmm. Meet up with Cassandra. Says, and Cassandra can tell that she's gonna kill her, so she kills her. That's like, (laughs) yeah, that's where that's useful. That power can be used. Yeah. Now, um. Now, at the end, she does she quit or it does she like? I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, does she quit because she failed or does she quit because after that she was like, oh no, this isn't for me.
1: You mean Anderson?
0: Yeah, at the end of the film.
1: Oh no, she becomes she, a judge, doesn't she?
0: Does she? Yeah, because she walks off, and then um, cause she fell, cause she, she fell because she, she failed, because she believes she failed because she. Oh, what was it say on the the wiki? Um, she fails because she had a she was like disarmed and had a gun taken off her. And then, like the chief judge asks Dred about Anson's performance, and he responds that she has passed. Hmm. But at the end, she looks like she has got wearing her, like her, her judge helmet. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's like you know she she becomes a judge because I know like you know she's meant to be like oh, you know despondent, disappointed because she's realized that throughout all this, she you know she she tried her best, but she she still wasn't worthy enough to become a judge. Yeah, and, you know, and and like she leaves, but I think it's, I don't think it's Judge just you know having a spot a soft spot for her, it 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 is because he realizes that she is, she'll make a valuable Judge. Yeah, you know, like for all like her abilities, not just like her psychic sort of like mutant abilities, but you know she she's proven that she can be a, a valuable asset, you know, and I think even though she was disarmed for like the very reason, like she couldn't become a judge in the first place. It was just that it's not just about that. He no. he realizes no. that, you know, but you know, in the beginning, right. When he says like, if, if she doesn't pass, she doesn't pass. It's not, yeah. it's not that, Oh, she was a few marks off like passing. Yeah. You know, he's very black and white. Whereas in the end, he's much more nuanced. Yeah. He's learnt that it, it's not just about being right and wrong there's more to it.
0: Yeah. And he learns that as well. He, he, he yeah. he's carved the verbs in that way as well. Yeah. You know, he like
1: that she, I, I know like, you know, oh, she has failings, but, but she is, she, you know, she, she is worthy of becoming a judge of being a protector of the city.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the idea is like ju- judge as judge dread has been so like, well, he's the persona of the judge has taken over him completely. Yeah. Like that—that that, that lack of humanity is there. Yeah. So, I mean, he would—he would, would be exactly the same way. Nansen's the situation when he was a rookie as well. Yeah. But like, I don't think every rookie in uh in Pauline's Universe does their test. You know, fight into a two hundred floor block. Hmm. Do they? Yeah. So, I think also it's like, oh, she managed to survive that without like breaking. Because it can be like you know an experience where you can have like serious emotional issues from it. Yeah. Oh, but it, it is, isn't it? It's like
1: who knows what Judge is under the mask. But it doesn't. Mm. I, I, I know it's not that it, it it doesn't matter. But the character of Judge is that everything, you know, he puts on the armor and and it's almost like he becomes Batman, isn't it? He, yeah. he becomes yeah. Judge Dread. Yeah. You know, you see at the beginning, it's like he's he's dressing sorry he's like he's um yeah he's dressing up really he's putting on his armor and his helmet and you don't see his face because his face doesn't matter his face really is the mask yeah is the helmet sorry And, and yeah like he realizes that you know he might be this sort of like his mind might be scarred from what he's seen and done but he he sort of puts on this very stoic um, attitude that it doesn't matter about him. He's just a cog in the machine. He's yeah. no, he does this every day to save people. Yeah, you know. Uh, I think uh, was Carl uh, Urban said like he he thinks of himself as a fireman. you know. Yeah. He, he likened Dr- uh, Judge Dredd's heroism to a fireman. So uh, every day he's venturing into the fire, you know, to save
0: people. Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, it's like the police. People do it in different ways. Hmm. Some people go out to, some police go out because they want us to, you know, protect their community and help people and stuff, bring some good. Whilst other, a very small number of police do it because they get the thrill of, I don't know, arresting people. Uh, well, it's maybe, power, isn't it? Yeah. you like, you know, brutalizing people as well. And I mean, it's a small number because the police aren't. No, no police force is made, just so, so police can go around, you know, killing people, arresting <laughs> yeah. people. And I have to say, it's not what the police is. It's a small number of police who create a negative impression, uh, a negative representation of the police force. Yeah. But like, like Jut, like Dread is like a police, like a policeman now today, that that does wants to be a policeman because they want to help the community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's what, you know, uh, a judge is meant to be, you know, he meant to sort of, um, execute his, um, his duty without prejudice. Yeah. And and I think, you know, from doing that, he's become this sort of like, um, this, this man with sort of a black and white morality, but that's not good. Yeah. Because he's so without prejudice, he's, he's become, yeah, he's lost his, his humanity. Whereas yeah. I think Anderson sort of shows that um, there needs to be like this gray area; it needs to be nuance.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because she's very much like she's sensitive. Yeah, as well to the situation.
1: Yeah, she's empathic, isn't she?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably like a lot of judges were like that in the rookie as well. So you can't say, you know, nor could say like, oh, because she, she is her character. It's, it's, it's you know. It's, it's her personality. She's sensitive. A lot of Judge Dread could have been sensitive. Like, well, I think he
1: is, but he, he hides it so well because want to be, yeah, about? yeah. She assesses like Judge uh, Judge Dread. You know, she like yeah. goes into his mind, and then like the other judge is like, "Oh no,
0: that's enough." That's okay. In an environment like this, you can't be like, yeah, you can't. You can't be um, easy. You can't be show emotion. Yeah, especially when you're fighting against common criminals. Who brutalize people and you know yeah. and all that. I think he's
1: learned, you know, how to hide his emotions, and you know, like the the only like part of his uh, is his face that shows is his mouth, and he's you know sort of he he makes like almost like a, like a a frown, you know, like a look of disdain because he knows that he needs to keep this like air of authority. And no nonsense sort of, you know, um, yeah, you know, he he knows he can't like give off any sort of a uh, sign of weakness, even if he's you know he probably is, he's afraid or he's unsure in his mind. He knows he can't relay that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I reckon there should be another one, even if he's like he doesn't appear that much in the the series that will eventually come out. I
0: think he is gonna have a role in the series. Yeah. So, I would give like them a TV show and they have Carl Urban back as Dread. Because mm. I, I mean, ideally, he right? it does really well for the character. Yeah. He, he, I, he's I, a really he's, great one. Yeah.
1: Ideally, they could bring Carl Urban back even when he sort of gets older and older. Because yeah. um, Dread in the comics, right? He's meant to get older. So, um, I forget when Dread was originally created, but since then, they've just aged him. Do you know what I mean? So, like. Hmm. Uh say in the year two thousand he was twenty. Now if they were to make comics, Dread would be forty.
0: Yeah. And he yeah. just
1: gets older and older. And I think that'd yeah. be really good, right? Because if they did like another um say another film, or if he does appear like a lot in that show, they'll show like this more maybe like a more grizzled or even like a more like a nuanced version of Dread. You know, a yeah. more experienced yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good because I, I, I think with that, like if they show him getting older and older over time, it'd be really good to
0: show like this progression of the character. The only I thing like is, a, I feel like an older story, though. Yeah, and, like, that'd a be very, good. yeah. A very, like, let's just say, like what Warren Pattsman's Batman is going to be like. Like, yeah. being around for a year, uh, you know, tr- can't control his emotions and all that. You get what I mean? Because like that's what yeah. the new Batman's, Batman's going to be about, yeah.
1: really. I, I don't really think like they should show uh, dread without his helmet though. I think it ruin the illusion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like um, Master Chief, right? Uh, yeah, without his helmet, or like
1: the Mandalorian. You know, it keeps like this this air of mystique. Yeah. Yeah. And and almost in a way, you like you can put yourself in in the, those shoes. You know, you think, could I be that person? Yeah. So that's what the idea of Master Chief was, right? It was meant to be like the player was Master Chief. Yeah. But yeah, like he's Judge Dredd. It's not like he's not. Um, he's not meant to be like a balanced person. Is it? He? He's meant to be like no. a. He's a, he's a killer. You know, I know like you know they they dress him up as like he's a street judge. He's like this um, an arbiter of justice, but he's a killer, I, and, and he's been hardened because of it.
0: I do find it like. A bit comical when, uh, well, a bit of humor when, uh, they literally tell them the person what they're like tra- charging them for, yeah, and then they just kill them, yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> it's like, you can just kill them anyway, like, and I, I love it. It's like, imagine, like, in um, Judge, Judge Dredd reading out the rights to uh, <laughs> to like a um, a, you know, like a person and he just kills them. It's like, <laughs> what, what was the point of reading yeah. out their rights because it's it, like, um... yeah, but, but the idea is like if you um if you like you know fire your gun or point your gun uh fire your gun at uh Judge Dredd you know you're dead it's like but um there's a scene where there's two 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 boys they have guns and they point yeah, them at yeah. um Judge Dredd and you know if Judge Dredd I think that's one of the reasons where he can like be like, make allowances. Like if it is a case that he would go around killing kids because they're pointing a gun at him, but he uses stun. So he doesn't like kill them, but he just like knocks, he stuns them. Yeah, because he's meant to be equitable, isn't he? I I know
1: (laughs) he kills people. You know, he's judge, jury and executioner, but he's meant to be like, you know, um, punishment fits the crime, you know, and they they are like um, uh, mitigating circumstances. Yeah. But yeah, like he stuns them instead of kills them, you know. Yeah.
0: And he it's, kills it's them, good, and you know, then he have to come in to clean up all the uh, yeah. the mess, the bo- the mess in yeah. it. And, and I think it, yeah, it, it is comical because it? it's, it's
1: satire, isn't it? Because it's meant to be like, yeah, because they're meant to be judges. They, they're meant to give them. The, they're meant to sen- sentence them before they kill them. Like
0: a fair, fair, like, yeah,
1: yeah. it's a parody of like the a justice system. Yeah, yeah, it's a. It's um, really interesting. Yeah. Like, the, I don't know, like looking at like. Uh, concept art of like mega city one and it's just like it's so ugly but like i don't know
0: it looks pretty yeah. at the same time yeah when in in his in own way of pretty uh like, yeah it's yeah. not like you know it's not like it's not like a cyberpunk it's i oh, don't know what do you think it's not like blade runner because at least blade runner had a little bit of like prettiness to it as well yeah. like this one this does not look like it at all is it it doesn't look it doesn't look like it at all, but like but it's pretty in the way of like it's like grey, pretty like very decayed, like you know. I know what you mean. Yeah, and, it's like uh, un, un un underdeveloped. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, still modern, not as developed as a be. Because I don't I don't know when this film. I don't know. I don't know what year this film is set, but it looks like it's quite like early twenty first century.
1: Hmm yeah it's like you know i think like that was that's meant to be the idea that it's, um a catastrophe like a cataclysm happens now yeah and, and this is the fallout you know this is
0: yeah, the future. yeah yeah it's like set, like maybe in like 2020s and mm. stuff yeah and, and usually a lot of films sci-fi films do do this don't they they always have like a um like a nuclear destruction or a pandemic that comes out yeah like in the beginning of the 21st century and then the film is set 20 years 20 30 years after yeah that um event hmm.
1: Yeah, you because know, it's good there's like a almost like a parable you know it's like yeah you know because war is bad you know and it's meant to be like we're not meant to sort of like um fetishize violence and war and and, and um you know like red letter media was saying like the violence in this is stylized but it's not um a glorification of it it shows violence no. in in all of its its brutality yeah um, and very much like the Paul Verhoeven uh, Robocop stuff
0: and it's quite like artistic in the way oh, yeah, like yeah. like i love the shot where mama's falling hmm. and it's and her, when her head hits the her face hits the floor and the blood oozes and it's like it's kind of like, it's got that like the like the the shininess of like the slow mo yeah in it As well, I, I do like that mix.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, the whole slow motion stuff is really cool. It's, it's very, yeah, it's very, yeah. um, you know, it's it's like hallucinogenic. Yeah.
0: But and it, oh, oh, and it, it's also like a it. That's when it feels like that's that the slow mo food is a very futuristic drug hmm. as well. Like it's kind of like a futuristic version of acid yeah yeah like the next stage of what acid could be or like ecstasy or something like that it's or um, even lsd, or even LSD. <laughs> yeah i mean you know
1: it's meant to be this sort of um you know what what the drugs do you know it's, I think it's like an easy effect to create. you know, Like, oh, like why? Why not <laughs> yeah. slow everything down? You know.
0: Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you are in, uh, if you are like, you know, one of the ninety-six percent employ unemployed, and you're living in like a shit hole, like Peach Trees, you probably are going to be smoking up some, uh, some slow mo, aren't you? <laughs> not some, not not like, not, not smoking up some, inhaling some slow mo. Oh yeah, because it's
1: in those like uh, little yeah. asthma pumps. pumps and Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's like it's grim, isn't it? Because <laughs> you you got to think like, I I think it's really good as a film how it shows this is what judges are meant to be doing, you know, fighting like these really like toxic sort of like drugs. Because yeah, nobody sort of like likes the idea that there's this rampant sort of like drug production in their city. You know, whereas, like, the um, crime lords run it, you know, and they, they take advantage of people make to make it and distribute it. And then people, you know, like, their lives are destroyed by it or whatever. But, yeah. like, you know, it, it's meant to be, like, they, they are, like, fighting a just cause in, in this movie. I know we said oh, yeah. that it's not, yeah. like, it's not large scale per se, but it's meant to be, you know, you know it's, like, it, it is quite altruistic. It, it's very... Op, op, um, optimistic how they get rid of like this slow-mo operation and, and the city is better for it and then this comic comes out and just like establishes oh yeah uh, this new drug has come out and it's much worse than slow-mo so
0: it totally just degrades but it's from like circle film. though. Right? that's the thing like Mama is taking you know, obviously her reign of terror and criminality has come to an end but then someone else take over. Someone else would take over that turf. Yeah. Because that turf is ripe for the opening. And a lot of other people are going to be fighting over that. So Petrice is going to go back into a state of anarchy and violence. But, and it'd be a circle again. It uh, wouldn't be Judge Dredd. be another judge would be coming along to solve problem. Yeah. They would kill the person. And, and then, you no. Know, mm. Like, yeah. once you kill off, once you kill off, like, the snake of a, you know, you know, other people, someone will come along. Like it's, it's land in it. Like in a day, it's turf.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the idea that, you know, like justice is not like this idea that once the bad guys have been killed, you know, justice will prevail. It's the idea that justice needs to be fought for every day. You know, and I know it's meant to be more of a satire. So it's like, it's meant to establish that these judges in a way don't really work, you know, like they, their, operations don't work, but I think this, the movie sort of makes him more to opportun- um, optimistic as well. You know, the idea that
0: <laughs> in a way, if the judges weren't around in this universe, I think it would get to a case where, um, it was all bought. It would all explode. Uh, like not, yeah, like explosion of like crime would be like, like dominant And the, I I feel like the judges are there to keep it like on the fine line. Yeah, yeah, I mean the judges aren't there to like we need to. Well, this is not like uh, you know, let's just say Oliver Queen. we Arrow, yeah. Oliver Queen's like, oh, I'm going to like escape. I'm going to rid crime of my city of, of my city. At the start, it's so gullible, but then he realizes that he can't because there's always going to be crime, isn't there? Hmm. But you keep it to like. If you if if you halt it, and and like keep it on, keep it on a line and make sure it does not cross that line, then that's that's all police do, isn't it? I mean, you got crimes in Britain. You're not going to crime can go can go down, but you're not going to end up getting with a crime because it's a human trait, isn't it? I mean. What what do you think of crime? Crime is like uh, you know stealing a loaf of bread. That's a crime, isn't it? And I mean, drugs are going to still be around, aren't, aren't they? Yeah. Like if you do like legalize them, people, you know, I mean, you can legalize drugs. Like Portugal legalizes all the drugs, and dealers lose money because you don't have to. Yeah. Um, right, because it's not, yeah, it's not a yeah, nice yeah 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 yeah. So you can keep crime down with that. But be crime other areas like murders and all that, which can be bring brought about from the drugs as well. Yeah. Um. I I just think like,
1: you know, at the end of the day, I think Judge Dredd is just meant to be a parody of um, of like, say you know, uh, corrupt police enforcement or like, you know, sort of like there's no sort of like checks and balances on law enforcement. And um, you know, because like. I think it's in the comics where there was like a treatment for the film where they were saying that um, there's like a, I don't know, like a movement or you, like, um, like what do they call it? Like these freedom fighters in a way, these rebels that want to establish democracy in in uh, Mega City One. And the judges have to fight against that. Yeah. Because if you think about it, right, Mega City One is run by, what is it? It's like the Grand Judge or the high
0: judge? I don't think the judge, the chief judge, I don't think the chief judge is controls Meg City One. Right. I think it is some sort of politicians, but, yeah. it, you know, it could be a socialist society. Hmm. I don't know what it says in the comic book, but, yeah. Um. But, you know, it doesn't glorify police, police cops in it as far Oh, no. you're going to come out his film like you're not going to come out this film and come out and think, "Oh my god, being like a cop is badass." It's not like, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, look at
1: it. They, they present it as if it's like this brutal, you know, this hard work. I mean, they, yeah, they oh, don't glamorize no, it. And
0: then and then, and then, and then, you bet, judge has to goes back to rest and wakes up in the morning early and has to start over again.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's ev- this is his life every day, And, brutal, um, man, isn't it? Hmm. Gotta say, like, it's it's really good to think like what was it? This film was written by Alex Garland. Yeah. Who was famous for directing uh, Annihilation Oh, X Mark Oh right
0: bef- sorry, before we go on to that, you uh, I was talking I was talking about the the politicians, the the government. So right. Meg C one is a dictatorship yeah. one oh it, it is run by the Justice Department. Oh right. Um yeah, it's ruled as the chief judge. And it's five senior judges. Uh, I think Max Van Sindel was the chief judge in the Judge Dread 995 film. Oh, right. Huh. But um, there's a lot of different types of judges as well. There's like a different, like, um, there's different, like, uh, sections of j- different types of judges as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. I've got a picture now. So Mega City One is basically. So it's basically like east east coast down to Florida, the east the east United States down to Florida, and I think it's like bits of Canada as well, right? So yeah, that's big. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like the east coast, isn't
1: it? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's yeah, it's associated with New York City's urban sprawl, which when was um well, Let me look quickly. It's always interesting looking at like uh, when it's when the Novel came out because uh, one sec. 1977. So it's a yeah, so this is around about 1977. What's happening around the time you got immigration to these big cities, you have got these big cities, you know, obviously. We, you know new york is a bustling urban sprawl london's a bustling urban sprawl but also you've got like you know racial tensions discrimination 1977 you got this influx of cocaine coming into um new york and stuff like that i mean if you watch shows like vinyl or the deuce the deuce is obviously about like prostitution and um the sex industry quite a grim, you know places in um new york city and stuff like that and you know and there's a show called um i oh, What's to call it it's Netflix show about mobsters in 19 the 1970s in new york so yeah. you've got all these like uh drugs gambling prostitution uh sex clubs all run by these mobsters and and uh they um obviously they control a lot of these places in the city yeah and obviously t- you know, politicians are paid off by like the mobsters and stuff like that. If you see a film like uh, *Serpico* with um, Oh yeah, Al Pacino, that yeah. is about that is set in the seventies in and that's about corrupt cops in New York City. And I mean, like, if you like, like Joe, if you see, um, Joe Rogan has talked about this in a couple of his pod, uh, podcast episodes, and read read about it, New York City was not like a a great place. It wasn't like the, the great big apple as it, you know, in the seventies and early eighties, it was quite a grim place. You had a lot of unemployment. You had a lot of crime. Crime was huge in New York in the seventies. Uh, the police didn't have a lot of control as well. And the mobs just basically pretty much ran everything. Like, uh, you know, stories where like you go through New York a night and you have more of a chance of like being mur- stabbed, shot, or mugged. Like it's a normal night in New York City in the seventies. And if Meg City One is kind of based on New York City, then that's where a lot of, a lot of inspiration comes into it. And maybe the writer, uh, the writers uh, John Wagner and uh, Carlos Esquerra, they probably viewed New York um, Meg c One as what would happen if if this what happened in New York continues in the future? Yeah. But you know, as the urban sprawl further develops in in the future, right? What do you think of that? Because it's quite like this came nineteen seventy seven, and you know, New York was an urban sprawl, mm. but it was a lot of issues with urban sprawl, like um, our uh, um, G- gr gr, uh, what's his name, um. New York mayor that was on Singapore. Uh, oh, um, Rudy again, Giuliani. He played a big part with stamping out these issues in New York during his time as mayor. Like he managed to, uh, you know, basically fight back against the mobsters and reduce the mobsters' control yeah. and power in New York. So he basically cleaned up New York City. And yeah, like you, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can watch. Um, like let's say Vinyl and the Deuce, a couple other, and a couple other stuff about New York City in the seventies. And it's, not, <laughs> I would say maybe it's not great. It was not a great place to live back then. Um, yeah. Um, so um, yeah. Sorry. Um, oh, that's a little little background for you. That's what I think the um the writers basically based it on. Uh, it's uh, like makes it once like a 1970s New York City. Yeah. I mean
1: it, it could yeah. be right because as we say like there's not a lot of um cyberpunk. I mean the cyberpunk elements are present but it's not very prevalent. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not it's not like in your face, not obtuse. And yeah. I think that's you know I think that's good really because the you know, I think it was like the right Da Alex Scarlet that you know he, he's <laughs> There's rumours, really. Carl Urban said that he was more of a director than the actual
0: director was on yeah. set. Pete Travis. Yeah. I, I, he hasn't done much. I don't know. Yeah, he's done a few episodes of Project Blue Book. He did a film. He did just Um, so look, <clears throat> yeah, he's he's not that big uh, as a director. Yeah. He's British, but yeah. Um, I mean, Ad Garland's an incredible director and writer. Like he's done a lot of great sci-fi stuff. You know, Ex Machina, Annihilation, Devs, and he did like the screenplays for Twenty Eight Days Later and Sunshine. Yeah, two Danny, yeah. Danny Boyle films. Really good. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too fussy on Annihilation, but yeah, like Ex Machina and stuff. Like,
0: we definitely need to cover. We definitely need to talk about Devs and those two films yeah. in future, in the future podcast episodes. What's this? there's um I, th- I think it's oh, he... really... oh sorry go on sorry um Peter Travis was part of the writing team for the gunman with um Javier Bardem right I haven't watched that film apparently it's, box- apparently it's a box office bomb <laughs> oh yeah it Paul poor- actually yeah no, it's, it's uh, what did you get more tomatoes 17% yeah that's why I haven't watched it <laughs> 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 um so, what were you
1: saying? Um, oh, I was just saying that, like, um, yeah, what was I saying, actually? Oh, like, um, so, <laughs> Alex Garland, right, like, integrating some of these sort of, like, classical sci-fi elements into it. Mm. So, you know, you got, you got, like, the idea of, like, these gargantuan urban sprawls, you know, like, these, you know, it is, like, it's turning everything to 11, right? So, it's yeah urban science fiction, you know in a way it's yeah, this idea that yeah. you know it's not oh you know we, we in the future we get to go to the moon you know or like everyone will have a hover car it, it's more in the future everything that's bad now is worse just it's dystopian yeah
0: some of wrong yeah. Word, dystopian
1: it, it, yeah it's like this idea that you know you you're you're not like there's no like getting better I know it's quite pessimistic but it's a, this idea that you know like the world is gone in a way like where, where all that's left and what's left is terrible. So we need to see what's left.
0: You should, um, what we should do, we should shove a bunch of kids into a room and make them watch these horrible dystopian films. and <laughs> be Like you, you want to go to Mars? You want to like, you know, you want to like, uh, you know, a, a, a colonization. No, this is the world you're going to be growing up in kids. Uh, <laughs> you know, me, me, me and you else will be dead by, uh, before it gets all worse, so it'll be fine. <laughs> it's our next generation who's got to deal with it. Yeah, uh, why not? <laughs> so it's like, it's like, 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 listen, kids, you want to, you want to go to, you know, you, you, you think we're gonna colonize Mars? You're gonna think we're gonna have like, you know, twelve colonies like a Basar Galactica? No, we are gonna be living in overpopulation, overcrowding, disease, crime, Yay. and that's, and that's <laughs> just gonna be your life for the rest of your life. Until, and then, eventually, we all kill each other by by nuclear uh, uh annihilation or yeah. just death or just <laughs> life capacity goes down like half
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and and that's what like judge dread is right it's like this this brutal world where the judges are like i know like you know they can't do much because they're trying to control the, this giant city you know this is well like a city the size of a country but it's you know it's like what can they do they're trying their best you know and it, obviously, like you know, it's, the the idea, the irony is that they can't, yeah. unless they change in a way.
0: Yeah. Or, <laughs> or people watch this and be like, "I don't want that happen." Well, it's happening. Do something about it. <laughs> well, yeah, it could it could be. Yeah, I, I think it's a like, social problem for Yeah, me. I, I think like you know,
1: there's this a social commentary in a way. It's like, you know, like, you see like all like these cars and like in in the film or like the the infrastructure and it's very you know it's nothing we couldn't do now maybe maybe except for the lawgiver you know oh no actually the lawgiver was constructed uh for the film do you know that Did you know that
0: that's a good looking
1: bike though oh you mean the, no that's um the lawmaster the the lawgiver's the gun
0: i do like it um i do really like it that uh it's implanted to to by one person to use yeah, yeah, that's cool. Is, you know, that, I, I think, think that's that could probably be the future of guns, though. you're yeah, gonna have it could like be. a, as a yeah. switch, you're gonna give them a gun, a pistol, and be like, or like a machine gun, and be like, right, this is a hot wire. It's registered to you. It's like, um, you know, like your finger, um, trace for an for an iPhone. Yeah, it's not gonna pick up on you on, on you if it's not your phone. Hmm. So yeah. the same thing with a gun, but instead of your hand gets burnt yeah. up.
1: Oh, yeah, like a biomet a bio, <laughs> biome- um, what do you call it? Yeah. A biometric scanner on a gun. I think
0: I'm b- Why not? B- I was a bunch of films done that in the past.
1: Yeah, like- I think I think it was in Skyfall or Spectre or something as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, so um, in the ninety-five version, right? Uh, <laughs> it it's not like that. Oh, sorry, it is like only the judge can shoot there. and when a bullet is fired, the <laughs> the gun. Puts like a ring of biometric data on the bullet, but just before it fires, so when they recover the bullets, they can tell what gun it comes from D- isn't that stupid That's stupid L- literally yeah. right they show like a, a schematic of the gun, the lawgiver <laughs> when the trigger's fired, literally a mechanic like sorry a little um a mechanism puts a ring of biometric data on the bullet. Just before he fires, like a a moment before he fires, it's <laughs> so stupid. Just so that in the plot, uh, Judge Dread is um uh, blamed for a murder that he didn't commit. Yeah, what is this? Um, <laughs> no. Adrian, I am no. The law, Adrian.
0: law. what do you mean? I am the Rob Rob Tider. What are you doing in this <laughs> film? That's how winning
1: done. Why? Why didn't? No, sli- no. Why didn't sli- uh, slice? Uh, slice? Jesus Christ! Sylvester Neither. Stallone. Why didn't he come no. back and do another one? That'd be great. He was great no, in cause... Rambo: Last Blood. That was amazing. I gotta say, I, I know, I Rambo: Last Blood I... was probably the best Rambo they've ever done.
0: No, the first one.
1: <laughs> I'm being ironic. Is it's, it's oh, so, ironic. so bad? Have you seen it? Yeah,
0: I've. No, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's 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 actually one of those action films. I was trying to still be eighties, and it's like yeah, yeah action films are different now. Yeah, Wait, you just like, know like
1: there's people who just love like Sylvester Stallone acting, and be like, oh my god, like it's great. And you go, why? It's like Sylvester Stallone's in it. It's like that's a reason, is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Carl Urban is like he's much better, even if he's not as like physically. Um, as impressive as someone, I don't know, akin to like the, the old action stars. It doesn't really matter. Yeah.
0: Who win the fight? Carl Urban Dredd or Carl Urban Billy Butcher?
1: Ah, oh, Billy Butcher. It's gotta be,
0: right? I think Billy Butcher's more fucked up than Dredd. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, you just, you
1: just, you just call Dredd a C word and then it's like, I don't know, beat him to death with a, a yeah, crowbar yeah, or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, did, you, did you know the, um, the music was, or his film was composed by Paul Leonard Morgan?
1: Yes, it's he's um, a bunch of sci-fi films. It's like all like industrial music.
0: Yeah, That's great. And he's and he's gonna be doing some of the score for uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yes, I was gonna say it fits so well. I was say I was, I was gonna say with you earlier. They've really bigging up the marketing advertising for, for that first game. There's yeah. like KFC doing a sponsorship with Cyberpunk. Grimes is doing some of the music for Cyberpunk. Yeah. Well, it's you, like
1: you got to think like how long has it been in production for. Nearly ten
0: yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. They're really hy- Like they're really hyping this game up to yeah. be like probably, but it seems to be probably red. So I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah, they're good. I like their. I like their business model where like they don't just pump out games every year. They yeah. they just like they they. I don't know. It's almost like not that they put in all eggs in one basket, but they put in a lot of effort on one project to consolidate yeah. it to make sure that you know there's there's no. There's no leaks, you know. What I mean is, there's no sort of like holes in the boat, you know. There's no um, problems before they release it. You know, making sure that look at that, right? They nearly they've delayed it nearly like a year, and obviously like they delayed it now like a month or so for, to come out in December. But like, what
0: what's another year? Honestly, right? I mean, I mean, Bar-Hala came out. And he has so much technical issues yeah exactly bugs yeah. and stuff but that's just ubisoft for the while ubisoft seems to be releasing games with many bugs yeah in it, I, like, I don't i
1: don't think that's like a criticism of um the the game developers or like the staff working on it it's just if you ha- if you don't have enough time you can't patch everything you know you can't sort out all of the problems whereas what well, right well, What were this right why don't we have like a, a cd project red style game for judge dread that'd like be good dread mega city one or something yeah that'd be good the judges of mega city one or something you're know, like i don't know like you you play as dread or you play as your own judge you know something cool that'd be that'd be great right
0: it's gonna look up any judge dread video games probably is oh God it's a video game based on the nine nine five film oh god judge dread dread versus death <laughs> oh yeah, because it's um judge, Dredd, judge death. Know, it's it was released in two thousand and three um first person perspective mixed reviews
1: <laughs> yeah not surprised really
0: yeah it's uh what is it? Judge Dredd is a uh, whole plague approaching the city and the dark judges are their prime suspects. The release of viruses are changed the host to a vampire or a zombie. <laughs> now that's supernatural like
1: yeah, but the thing is like they always bring in sort of like these supernatural elements but they disguise it as sci-fi so like Judge yeah. Dredd versus death, Judge Dredd as you know um werewolves, you know they've always done stuff like that
0: it's <laughs> all sort of mutants isn't it yeah in that way um is there anything you want to talk about with the film um no I think we've covered it <laughs> I mean, we've covered it yeah for an hour and like 35 minutes is good I'm glad it's, it's actually got good pacing yeah for it as well and it didn't do well I think when it came out because it's one of those films that like people didn't know much about Judge just dread is yeah, That's and it true. came out during like this this year of a lot of superhero films like Avengers, Dark Knight Rises, oh what else, uh, Spider Man as well. So so yeah, but you um, know it, it, it's now like a cult classic. It seems to be like all a lot of these sci-fi films have come out, they didn't do well at the box office, but they become cult classics yeah. like Blade Runner and stuff. Which is good because that's that's a success in its own way as it's a cult classic film. Yeah, I mean, and, no, uh, I'm in a
1: cult classic status. It's not really bad
0: now. It's like no, 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 definitely not. But um, but yeah, I, I enjoy this film and the pacing is great for an hour and thirty-five minutes. So much happens as well, yeah. and you have an idea of what the world's like straight away, hmm. and the idea of the plot is not confusing at all. And uh, yeah, like it, it, it's like a, like it's like an episode like of the uh, the Mandalorian. Like imagine like an episode of Mandalorian future is like Mandalorian's gonna fight his way up to like a building block full of like gangsters. That'd be actually be cool for like a Mandalorian episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it feels like it's like an episode of a TV show. The Judge dreads a film. It does like it. It's very. It's like one off, and it's you know it's got beginning, middle, and end. There's no like you know to be continued or this it's a good like um, it's quite self it's a good film self contained. That's the word I was looking for self contained. right, everybody, um, we're pretty much done here now. We'll give a wrap up. Uh, yeah, thank everybody for listening to this podcast. Of of course, you can find uh, your host, Reese Bolton and Rhys Jones on our Instagram accounts. And on Instagram as Instagram.com slash coffee, coffee cast. If you go on our description page, there is a link to our well, our link tree site where all our platforms are gonna be on there, such as Spotify, Overcast, Google, Podcast, Amazon Music and all that. Uh we're thinking of doing a face we're thinking of setting up a Facebook page soon um so we could be posting on stuff like that as well if some of you don't have instagram you can find us on facebook so i'll be going up soon but thank you everyone for um watch for watching we're listening um well would you say you judge we judged this film very well welsh yeah
1: i agree covered all aspects i think
0: so what would you judge this film out of 10 Um. I don't know. I Eight. Eight? Yeah, definitely. I'd say, um, I'll give it a 7.5. Hmm. I, 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 I
1: really like the setting. I like the story as well. So. I think, Welsh, that's a very
0: good judgment of oh, the film.
1: Oh my. God.
0: <laughs> I've been doing that for the past couple of minutes and I've, I thought you wouldn't have noticed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I allow yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't want Ed's to this, so you can't tell me to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that's um, Yeah, 7.5 for me. I mean, I'm a bit like weird in my scores. I never give like a film like a proper 10 out of 10. I thought, yeah, <laughs> that's just me. I mean, it's got to be a like, yeah, very, true masterpiece. Yeah, 7.5 is yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's kicking. Um, of, well, well, actually, got before we finish off, a uh, cyberpunk month continues. Next week we're doing Total Recall, the 1990s version with Arnold Schwarzenegger at Total Recall, and then after that we're doing eighty um, seven's RoboCop. Great, that'd be great. That'd be great. Have you seen that? Um, have you seen that video? Uh, it's like a, on YouTube of a RoboCop shooting everyone's dicks off <laughs> with a yeah. gun. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> I mean, because you gotta think like Robocop, well, we'll talk about this next week, but like it's just meant to be like an absolute just a piss take a satire. Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Anyways, um thank you for listening. I'm your host, Reese Bolton, sign off. And I'm your host, Reese Jones, signing off. Bye bye.
1: I am the law. I am the law.